0: I'm Max, I'm an engineer and inventor, and this podcast is brought to you by The Score Bar. For those of you listening in the appropriate dimension, visit The Score Bar. It's crunchy. And I believe that officially fulfills my contract. Thank you to The Score Bar for their sponsorship, and here's hoping next time I get money that doesn't disappear when I bring it home to my own dimension. Anyway. This is my invention, the Bageltron 2000, which I'm not going to turn on just yet. Now, I'll explain in a minute why. This is my roommate, Jack Strobe.
1: Hey, Max. You look happy, man.
0: I am stoked. So, as you know, I've been working on my own collection of gnomes.
1: Yeah, day and night, man.
0: Yeah, and I don't mean collecting the gnomes that other people make. I mean making my own collection of custom Max Adams gnomes.
1: Yeah, your own line. I've been watching with dismay as you take normal garden gnomes and defile them.
0: I wouldn't use that word. But the point is, I'm not the only one excited about this because I've been reaching out, sending interdimensional postcards to some of the interdimensional gnome collector publications that I saw in the interdimensional library resources that you have. And one of them wrote me back. It's actually the most prestigious one. Wow. Yeah. What did you do to
1: make your gnomes so attractive to these guys?
0: Oh, gosh. What makes
1: a collectible garden gnome?
0: As I've mentioned before, the more foul and disgusting the gnome is, the more the collectors covet it. Right. Yeah.
1: That's why so many of your gnomes aren't wearing clothes, I guess. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, that's the baseline. Absolutely. So Top Gnomes Annual is sending a reporter through their own portal, and they're going to interview me for the magazine. Today, I'm super excited about this. I've been putting so much work into modifying these gnomes. I've also been learning 3D modeling programs. Oh, yeah. So I've actually got a real fancy 3D printer that should be getting delivered here pretty soon, too. Hopefully it doesn't conflict. I do need to sign for it. They're not going to leave it at the door.
1: Well, I also have good news. Oh, awesome. We have... Another ad sponsor.
0: Oh, in addition to the score bar? Wow. Two in one episode. This is a first. Yeah. Who is it?
1: Butterhelp Online Counseling.
0: I've heard their ads. Okay. I feel relatively good about this one. This is one of the better ones you brought in. I mean, sometimes you bring in these ad copies and I do not feel great about it. It feels like it kind of like brings this whole scientific mission and this podcast down a few notches. Yeah, it's great.
1: So... We got our own affiliate link, dispatches.fm slash butterhelp.
0: Why do you keep saying it like that?
1: It's butterhelp online counseling.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Why do you keep saying it that way?
1: It's written right here in the copy.
0: Look. Butterhelp cow Counseling?
1: What is this? They do online counseling for dairy cows that are having a little trouble with their milk production. Oh,
0: man. You're supposed to
1: put a warm compress on the udder and put the earphones on the cow, and they talk the cow through everything they need to (sighs) loosen up. help. Online counseling. If you're a dairy farmer, you need to go to dispatches.fm slash butterhelp. They will increase your milk production at least 20% guaranteed.
0: I take back what I said earlier. Where do you find these guys?
1: They're legit, man.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, I hope we make a lot of money from that ad. Yeah. As long as people go and
1: sign up, we will.
0: (sighs) All right. Fine. Dispatches.fm slash B-U-T-T-E-R. And the word help. H-E-L-P. Mm-hmm. awesome um, yeah that's super news alright well I thought that this guy from the magazine was gonna be here any minute now I don't know maybe there's a time zone difference thing across dimensions oh oh is that the doorbell probably the delivery guy this is perfect I'll go and grab the package got a sign for it and uh
1: I'll keep a lookout if they come through I will come let you know immediately yeah yeah
0: you know tell them I'll be right back absolutely
1: ah hello We've been waiting for you.
2: Yes, I'm Detective Phil Pickering.
1: A Detective? Oh, I thought we were going to have somebody else come. You're making me nervous, though, man. I do not like detectives. What are you here for?
2: Yes, Phil Pickering from the Interdimensional Police Department. I'd like to speak with Max Adams, please. I believe that's the name.
1: Absolutely. I'm just glad you're not here for me. I'll go get him. What do you want me to tell him?
2: We've had reports and complaints of people being stripped naked in the sidewalks outside of bars. The victims have been high on unicorn. Somebody is
1: stripping people that are high on unicorn meat, and you think it's Max? Oh, is this the party dimension? Ah, yeah, he was just there, but I'm sure he wouldn't do something like that. Hold on, I'll go find him. He'll be here in a second to clear this up. Max, the police are here! I'm going to my room. This makes me nervous, and you know it. Tell me when he's gone. All right, he'll be here in a minute.
2: Thank you.
0: Oh, hello, hello, hello. Excellent. I've been expecting you. I'm yes, Max. Phil Pickering. Hi there. Oh, it's so great to meet you. Yes, yeah, so I've got a few questions I'd like to ask you. Yeah, absolutely. Fire away. So, what have you been up to lately? Oh, well, you know, I've recently discovered a real passion. Well, ever since I almost laid hands on the Rodney, it's kind of awoken this passion inside of me. And I just, I cannot get enough of the new and the and the and the, well, especially the. You know how it is. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, of course. Tell me, how long has this been going on? Well, I've kind of had this sort of like in the back of my head for quite a few years, but I've been busy with other things. It's really just in the last few weeks, few months that I've just really ramped it up and just gotten like kind of like all my free time. You know, when I'm not working on my podcast that I would say most of my free time now has been dedicated to this. And do you feel that this is a good thing? Well, yeah, of course. I've been so much more fulfilled. The more and general that I can bring into this space, the better it is. I think we can all agree on that. Uh-huh. I mean, it just keeps things interesting, right? Definitely. Definitely interesting. So tell me about the flowers. Oh, you saw that one. Awesome. Yes. I mean, that was one of the first ones that I got into when I really started diving into this creation space, is what I like to call it. Uh huh. I had the motivation. I was walking around the craft store, you know, kind of looking at what they had. And I thought, flowers. There we go. And the just the particular color of the flowers I thought would just go really well with the flesh tones of the Just, you know, the perfect arrangement. It just really... I think it makes a statement. I see. I think a lot of people are really going to appreciate that one. Mm -hmm. Tell me about the poses. Well, I mean, obviously, the further apart you can spread the the more intriguing it is. That's for sure. I mean, hopefully you had a look at the Seymour, which was sort of an ironic name because in the Seymour, instead of having the spread all the way apart, they're actually crossed and it leaves a little bit more to the imagination. But then he's got the tattoo right across his and the arrows. I just took a different direction with that one. Uh-huh.
2: Ah, I see. The
0: tattoos. Well,
2: that one's a new one. I've not heard any reports of tattoos. Oh, really? I, I thought I sent that over along uh-huh. with all the rest. Ooh, well, don't know about that. Let me make a note. Do you put the tattoos on?
0: Well, yeah, of course. Uh-huh. I see. I Tat-to-ing. mean, it takes a long time. That's the beauty of working in this medium, right? Like, they don't move. So I've got lots of time to take care of... And really get all the details just right before I call it perfect. You managed to do this without drawing an audience. How do you uh, accomplish that? Well, I mean, the actual art of creation is a fairly personal thing. Uh I don't want someone to see my work while it's in an incomplete state. So, of course, I take care of the actual creation part of it in private. And then once it's all completely done, you know, then I'm ready to show it to the world. Oh, yeah. Yep. Everyone sees it. Let me tell you. Absolutely. That's what I'm hoping for. Uh-huh. I mean, that's why you're here, right, is to we'll help. Well, definitely need to learn more about this. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. I'm curious to know, you've been asking me a lot about some of the individual ones, but what about the scenes where it involves three or four of them all together and the way that they're interacting? You know, I just feel like that's some of my best work.
1: Hmm.
2: Multiple. We
0: haven't heard
2: anything of those either, but I'm definitely going to be making a note when was the last time
0: you accomplished that so let's see uh okay yeah well the the most recent three were the Willard and the Jane, oh well, yeah, then the Seymour, and then yeah, it was right before the Seymour, yeah, that was the last scene uh-huh I mean, I finished that one a, a couple of weeks ago. It spent a good while on it. I had to make a couple of trips to the craft store to get the right colors of paint to match the correct skin tones on the different subjects and it was a lot of work to get everything exactly right, you know, matching what little bit of that I left on them, along with the body paint and getting the poses just right and the interaction between them. And well, And, of course, also, you know, I had to change their hair. To be more appropriate to the scene as well. And I don't just mean on the top of the head. Mr. Adams, you've been a busy man. Yeah, I know. Have you considered getting help? Hmm. Oh, gosh, that's a good question. I don't know if there's anybody I would trust to really get into this same headspace and come into the creative process with me. There are professionals who are willing to do this. Yeah, I really feel more comfortable working alone at this point. Haven't you ever considered the welfare and the well being of your subjects? You know, that's an interesting way of thinking about it. See, now I understand why they pay you the big bucks. You ask insightful questions. Yeah, that's an interesting way to think about it from their perspective. I guess most of the time when I'm in the creative process, I'm really just thinking about the observers, right? Everybody who's going to lay their eyes on this and both simultaneously be repulsed and have to have it. But yeah, like kind of getting into the mind of the subject and thinking about what's their perspective. If I did that, maybe I could create some innovative new work. Yeah, that's a good thought. Mr. Adams,
2: why don't you tell me a little bit about the unicorn dust?
0: Oh, man. Yeah. First, you got to dab just a little bit of it under your right? And it gets you into the right state of mind. I feel like it just adds a little bit to the scene. If you kind of brush it through the hair, use a little bit of it like kind of. Uh It just adds that little flair. I see. But you have to on the unicorn dust while applying the unicorn dust in order for it to, you know, have the the best effect. Haven't you considered the possibility of getting in trouble for this? i well, sure there's some people who look down on it, right? But I mean, there's people who look down on all the great artists. I mean, art is subjective, right? Uh-huh. Do you think the subjects of your art would agree with you? Oh, man, there you go again. I love this angle. This is so great. I should have talked to you months ago when I first got into this. But I mean, I guess they, they wouldn't have sent somebody of your caliber to talk to me before I actually got started. Kind of a chicken and egg thing. But yeah, yeah, you're right. I should definitely be thinking about that. I think that I could create some transformative pieces if I got into the headspace of my subjects as I'm engaging with them in the creative process. So guilt, remorse? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah. Like, what if they felt guilt and remorse for all of these nasty things that they're doing? They would have different expressions on their faces. You're right. Like, if I thought about the guilt and remorse that they're thinking, then I could change their f*** to match that. That would be great. Man, so insightful. I love this. Mm -hmm. Hey, did you want to get some pictures? Like me with some of my pieces? Mr. Adams, I've seen a lot in my life.
2: There's really not a whole lot that shocks me. So, uh, sure. Why don't you go ahead and bring me some of these photos?
0: Oh, Oh, yeah, I mean, I do have pictures of my own, but I meant like, did you want to take pictures of me, like do photography to go with your report?
2: So there's an opportunity to photograph your art in action
0: now. Yeah, yeah. If you want to see the actual creative process, that's something I've been expecting. I have a vision right now for what my next piece is going to be. So yeah, we can absolutely do that. I'm all set up. I got all the supplies. Everything is ready to go. All right. I've heard
2: enough, Mr. Adams. Stop right there. You're under arrest. I need you to come up against the wall, assume what? the position. Hi, hey, put your hands up what? onto the wall.
0: Wait, hang on. What is this?
2: You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say during the interdimensional questioning will not be held against you if you are silent. The interdimensional Miranda rights are weird.
0: I'm so confused. Aren't you with the magazine?
2: No, I'm with the interdimensional police department, and you're under arrest, Mister Adams. What? Come with me.
0: All uh, right. Uh, hey. Good. Hey. Ah.
1: Max, is he gone? I heard a portal close. Max, Max, oh boy. I guess the interrogation did not go well. Max is not here, but the recorder's here. So I guess I need to listen to that and find out what happened and probably upload it. Max seems to always want it uploaded no matter what the situation is, but wow, hopefully he's not in trouble, he's he's gone. Maybe he is in trouble. Well, we'll find out what happened and see if there's anything we can do to help.
0: Dispatches from the Multiverse is produced by Tim Ellis, starring J.R. Willett as Jack, Oops, I let Max get taken again, Strobe, and Tim Ellis as Max, with special guest Brian Williams as Detective Phil Pickering. The music by Alpha Geek, logo by Abe Schmidt. Does this podcast bring you joy? Check out patreon.com DispatchesFM where you can thank us by supporting the show directly and get access to exclusive bonus content like brainstorming sessions, peeks behind the scenes, sweet merch, extra audio, and extended editions of the show. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at DispatchesFM and visit us online at Dispatches.FM.
1: Is anyone
0: here? This is Stu Stewart with Top Gnomes Annual. I, I have an appointment with uh, Max Adams to talk about his bespoke line of f***ing gnomes. H- hello? Well, shoot. I was really looking forward to speaking with Mr. Adams about his inspiration for the f- And the s***. F- and the f- And the f- Seems like nobody's home. Well, it's hard to believe that somebody would let anything get in the way of such a prestigious opportunity. This has never happened in my 22-year career with the magazine. Oh well. If near-infinite fame among gnome collectors across the multiverse isn't important enough to Mr. Adams to make his appointment, I guess we'll just have to fill the slot with that backup piece I wrote about the telepathic squirrel who makes all her gnomes from acorn shells. <laughs>